This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. We are live. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I don't know when you're listening to this. It may not even be Monday when you're watching this, but we are back. Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I'm being very Canadian with Tim Horton's coffee. All right. Um, Perfect. A little deviation from the Starbucks. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm I'm ready to roll. Been a weekend, birthday parties, three kids, uh-huh. a sick kid. We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Chaotic, but but good. Just in the norm. Let's let's uh let's kick it off. We got any questions this week? We do. Okay, let's see. All right. First question is from Josh. Um, is there any more of a benefit to using video ads rather than images for uh, Facebook ads? That's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. Um, is there any... Hold on, let me... Before we do this, let's get this so people know that they can ask questions. Um, are there... Is there any benefit... Look, there's all these different things. I, I I could tell you what what we know from from managing over fifty million dollars in ad spend. I could tell you what what Meta says and all these platforms say. Um, let me give you the the real answer. It really depends. We have some accounts where static images work way better than than videos. Um, we have some accounts where, where videos just absolutely crush it. You'll just have more opportunity with videos because videos could then be broken down into, um, you know, the typical 1080 by 1080 format for, for Facebook. It could be broken down into vertical for reels. It could be, um, run as a story. Theoretically, uh, you have YouTube that you could, that you could use with, with it. Like video just encompasses all the different platforms a lot more than static images do. However, I mean, if you're really, really good at producing content through, through static images and your ads just are absolutely gangbuster on, on images and you suck at video and you don't know how to create video, then keep doing what works. Um, don't listen to what everyone's out there telling you, oh, this is the only way to do it. Again, we literally have counts that video does not perform well or performs, but just not nearly as much as static images. And then we have other accounts where we come across accounts where they're like, we can't produce video, so we just don't produce anything. And then that's a problem in itself. So if you have the ability to produce video, then that's great. But then what's a good video becomes subjective. So don't go high polished. Don't go do this like $40,000 video shoot. Don't do that. Take your iPhone out and, and speak to the camera, do verticals, do testimonials like that. And, and you're golden. So um, do videos work better? I would say if I had to give a concrete answer, yes. Across from a generalization, okay. as a general point of view, but you won't know until you try it for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I thought I'd, I'd always heard that it's all about the videos and, but it sounds who, like you shouldn't discount images. Who'd you hear that from? You've been hanging around the wrong people. Not, not from you. Aren't you in, aren't you in our agency? Aren't you, aren't you working with us? Uh, no, but that's the truth. That's what everyone does say. And they're not wrong. I'm not going to, I'm not going to come here and, and like, you know, 
like knock down anyone who who's trying to tell you that that's the only way, but it's definitely not the only way. And we see accounts where images just do really, really well. It's account specific. It's, it's your content. It's the way your audience resonates and, and what methods hit them. It's like when people say, should I send text message? Should I email? Should I run ads? Should I post organically? Yes, because you have an audience you're trying to reach that are all different people that need to communicate with you in a different way. Some like an email, some like SMS, some want to see an organic post and engage with you on social media. So it just really depends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically bottom line, you got to test it all and, and see what works. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Next question. It's from Alexa. Is there any business software that you feel is really important to running your business successfully? Uh, <clears throat> any bookkeeping software you use? I mean, like what's a QuickBooks online that that would be a software theoretically, zero, uh, mm -hmm. whatever you're using for accounting purposes. I think that's crucial to running your business because you need to know your numbers. You need to know your profits. You need to know what you look at. Fun fact, Megan every morning sends me our QuickBook breakdown and four different, five different styles, I think. Like, I think it's like month to date, month versus last month. Yeah. Uh, current year, current year versus last year. I forget the other, but but that's kind of, and then every single bank balance. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just that's how I like to start my day. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's an incredible tool from a team management side of things. I don't think anything beats Slack right now. Um, Slack is a tool that we run my whole life around and my whole, and, and, and the businesses around two different businesses yeah. run through Slack, the teams run through Slack. Um, we're not very great on Asana, uh, but, but that's more my fault than, than, than Megan's laughing because something <laughs> I know she, she likes to use and, and, and use like internally, but I'm just not a software guy. So. Uh, to the point where I'm even checked out of Slack a little bit and Megan wants to reach me, she telegrams me and, and that's about, and that's about it. I think if you're a business owner, you can't be in the weeds as much. And I think, I think when I was too much, when I was checking Slack too much, I got in the way of my team actually doing their job. So I got in the way of Megan doing her job. She's smiling again. Um, and it took her a little bit to just tell me to stay in my lane and, and, and shut up and. And, and whatnot, and she's, <laughs> she's earned, she's earned very important. She's earned the right to do so and talk to me like that and, and say those things. So I think just me staying out of Slack, uh, if there's anything that is urgent, I'll get, I'll get pinged on telegram that I need to check in on. I don't really check emails. Um, but from a team side of things, um, Megan, you, you use the softwares way more than I do. So I think this is a question that you, that you should weigh in on, not me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I myself, I do like a sauna. Um, it's kind of easier to have everything in front of you and set up reminders and whatnot. But like you mentioned, I always, my most favorite is how we utilize Slack and integrate it, um, all the different apps, and we get notifications that way. And it's just been the best thing we've, we've utilized. The best, uh, I think, the, I think the, the, the best judgment we did was moving all the clients into slack too yeah mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. That was a bunch of emails that were just going around and around and around. Yeah. And the emails you get, yeah, you get lost with the emails. Things just fall through the cracks. But having them in Slack has been just a lifesaver for sure. What's funny, though, is the resistance that we got when we first moved everyone into Slack. (laughs) Yeah. No one wanted to come in. Everyone said no, 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 no. And now it's funny, like they don't respond to emails, but they'll respond to Slack messages. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I just think the seamlessness of the way you could just plug into your own business. So you don't necessarily need to have three different Slack businesses running on it. You could tie it in Slack connected into your business. So it stays on your dashboard in the way. I, I, don't, I just don't think there's anything better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I tried to stay away from like the typical, tried to get cute with my first answer with QuickBooks and accounting. But the truth is it's Slack. Mm-hmm. Slack yeah. and then, and then we're gonna we're, we're gonna make the push for Asana probably. Yeah, yeah. I I'll was just surprised ha- you brought up QuickBooks because I I thought you were gonna say Slack, but yeah, I tried to be a little bit different. Everyone's yeah. gonna say Slack, <laughs> but the truth is, if, you, if we have no money, which we kind of monitor on QuickBooks or Stripe, <laughs> so like let's yeah. use another software that's important, Stripe. Without that, we don't need a Slack, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. We don't have a business. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right. So right now, what is your best advice or a couple of tips for any business owners trying to manage working and running their business with a new baby at home? Oh, Hey, Jason here. I hate to interrupt this episode. I'm, you're probably enjoying it so much right now. And thank you for paying attention to it and tuning into this episode. Look, the truth is I really need a favor from you. We really want to keep getting this in the hands of more and more people. So if you could do me a favor and head on over and leave a five-star review, leave us a review, leave us some comments, share it with friends, spread the love. It would mean the world to me as well. Continue the conversation with me on Instagram at Jason Portnoy. Follow along there. Look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much. Now let's get back to the episode. This is very personalized you. (laughs) If I was definitely not qualified to answer any of the other questions, I'm definitely qualified on this one. I defaulted to you or where I wasn't qualified on the software side because that's more your domain. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one, um, I don't know. I'm I'm going through it. I'm just figuring it out on my own. Yeah. You know, one kid was was easy to do. Two kids, two kids was was an adjustment, but but still easy to manage, right? Like like it was still easy to do it and, and and get to work. I find three's been the the toughest part. Um. To be like, just like tilt the balance in favor of the kids. Like it's like, I joke that the inmates now run the asylum uh, pretty much pretty much now. And we have no control. We're like in those prison movies where there's the riot and the security guards are just like <laughs> trying to figure out what to do. And they're, they're, they're locking themselves in their office so they don't get killed in the riot. Sometimes that's how it feels. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes Coco and I just, we, we just want to like lock ourselves in the room and just be like, okay. Let's let, let the chaos end and, and, and we'll come down. Um, so I don't know, <laughs> trying to figure out that that's been the biggest adjustment, but I think that it comes down to prioritization. And I've been very, very good with that from a business side of things and from a business side of things and building the business around the luxury to do things and understanding that, you know, certain you're in different states at certain times. Sometimes you're in go, go, go. And sometimes you know, different seasons in business. Sometimes you have to slow down a little bit and, and be like, okay. It's funny because we were in go, go, go. And like you're privy to a lot of conversations of like how fast I was about to run. 
like yeah. loading the team up, loading all this. And then the baby came in and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, like, okay, we, we got, we got to hit the brakes on a couple of things because, yeah. and it's fine. Like, like it is what it is. Like that's a prioritization for me. It's family. I don't need it. I'm not going to sacrifice family for, for the business, but I'll sacrifice business growth for the family. Um, at least at this point, right. I'm like, he's, he's 19 days old. So we're, we're just getting the hang of things, but I'm lucky we have good help. And my, my wife's a superstar and she knows how to handle it. And for the most part, if a kid's not sick, the two others are in school, which trees up the day. So it, it kind of back to work as, as usual for the most part, like mm-hmm. I think like the first week was shaky. And then the second week was kind of back, man, you just, you just, I don't really know how to give advice on this because I'm still figuring this out, right? I'm just, yeah. if anyone's listening, you know, and they're lost trying to figure it out, that's all we are, man. I, like even the advice I give around business, I'm just an entrepreneur trying to figure things out on my own and and speaking my truth as, as we go. Um, it's tough. It's It's tough because I, like, my mind was like ready. Like you saw the direction I wanted to go. Like we were just coming off a like a quarterly review. Like you saw the direction I wanted to go. And I was like, man, just I'm about to like this rocket ship, like the fuse. And we're gonna we're gonna and then it's like, whoa, whoa, pinch, pinch the fuse. Yep. Like, no, 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 can't like this, can't like this. Um but I'm not upset about that. I'm not upset about that. I wouldn't trade this moment for anything else in the world, right? Like I I, I love it. And there's always going to be a time to grow and yeah, and just, we need to do things strategically. And I think a lot of business owners, I think the lesson in it, a lot of business owners, they just want to run, 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 run. And they just want to go, 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 go. And there's no strategy involved. There's no vision behind it. There's no, it's, it's, it comes from a fear, a, a fear of being left out or being left behind mm-hmm. or watching what other people are doing online. And if that's the motivation to go, 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 because you're like, man, these guys are so ahead of me, or I see what this person's posting, and I want to be like them, and you're coming from a comparison point of view, that's a really bad place. So there's some comfort in in knowing that that's not the reason why we pump the brakes a little bit. There's comfort in knowing that it's a pure decision based off what I value most, which is family, right? Like it could have been way worse. It could have been like, God forbid, a, a major death or illness in the family that could have just yeah. shut everything down. But this comes from a, a place of celebration where, you know, our family expanded and, and, you know, we have a newborn and, you know, these moments, you know, I think this is our last newborn. So these moments, <laughs> these moments don't last and you forget them and, you know, you kind of want to rush through them. And then your kids are older and they start talking back to you a little bit and they start developing attitude. And I hear that gets even worse as you go on, but then you start wishing you put back to, back to this moment. So. So yeah. there's kind of this kind of like a sense of peace a little bit of knowing that I pumped the brakes to just go through this and really had the luxury to go through it with Ryan. Chloe kind of started at a, at a really weird time. Like she was born during COVID, like right into COVID. So there's yeah. like, so now it's like the redo kind of a little bit. And there's uh-huh. like this piece of knowing like, okay, I'm doing it so I could watch this and go through it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like that answer. Perfect answer. I'm happy with that one. (laughs) Perfect. Speaking of kids, I have one screaming for me right now. So we're going to, we're going to wrap this up. If you guys have any questions, put them in the comments. We'll get to you next week. Um, Thank you as always, Megan. Um, But 
I'm about to show you where my priorities lie because we're cutting this boom early (laughs) and I'll speak to you all later. Bye. All right. Good luck. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly somebody who wants to take their business to the next level. You want to get better. And I understand that being an entrepreneur sometimes can feel like a little bit of a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just so important. It was super helpful in my own development as well. And as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you may have in order to grow and scale your business. It's for that reason why I launched a consulting coaching program called the Market Domination Method. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you hear this, we're open for applications right now for new members to join. So to request an invitation or to book a free diagnostic call, call it a game plan call. I'll literally sit with you and demonstrate the value that we could bring to your business on that call. Let's jump on a call. Uh, we'll discuss ways you could possibly grow your business. Head on over to jportnoy.com, J-P-O-R-T-N-O-Y.com. You'll find all the different ways you could work together. It's going to be the best business decision you'll make. So hope to speak soon. Head on over to jportnoy.com, book that free game plan call, and I look forward to talking to you soon. 